0: Have you ever been very, very, very thirsty? Maybe you were out working, you were doing some physical activity and you got very, very thirsty. And what happens if there's no water around? You start panicking. You start looking for anything that you can drink that will quench this thirst. Our need for water, of course, is one of the most fundamental needs that a human being has. We can live many, many days without food, but with water, just a couple. We need water to live. And when we have the absence of water, this life-giving water in our life, ultimately we feel some pain. And sometimes we try to fill ourselves with things that are not water, things that we think will satisfy our thirst. In the Gospel today, this beautiful interaction between Jesus and the Samaritan woman, this theme of thirst and of water is portrayed but of course being John's gospel John is talking in symbolic terms John wants to talk symbolically about a deeper thirst a deeper need that we all have and ultimately a, a more deeper more pure kind of water that Jesus provides to satiate this thirst in each of us it seems there's a thirst that we have that is very deep for love for acceptance ultimately for approval, for direction in our life. Each of us thirst in our souls for very important needs, this love, this acceptance. Try for a moment to put yourself in the shoes of this Samaritan woman. It's very interesting to see at what time of day she comes to draw water. Did you catch it? She came at noon. So many people will point out that it's kind of strange That the Samaritan woman would come at noon to draw water. This is the hottest part of day. It's a very uncomfortable time to draw water at a well. Most people would be inside resting at this time of the day, avoiding the heat, maybe having a kind of siesta. But here the woman has chosen to draw water at this most inopportune time during the day. Why? Perhaps this woman knew that she would be alone at the well that she would encounter nobody. This woman, it seems, is a bit of an outcast in her society, in her culture, in her place where she's living, and why comes across quite clearly. We see in the interaction with Jesus that she's been married five times already and is now living with a man who is not her husband. So for this reason, because of her kind of irregular marriage situation, she might have been looked down upon by other villagers, for this reason, this woman wanted to avoid other people. Did she only have a need for water, this poor Samaritan woman? It seems that their need for water, to draw water, is also symbolic of a deeper need. This need for longing, or lo- need or longing for acceptance, for love, and for approval. The Samaritan woman, although she came for water and had a physical thirst, had a deeper thirst that really is in the heart of each of us. Do not each one of us have this desire for love and approval? I think we see this already at an early age. It's wonderful to see, you know, you see this scene oftentimes with a child who's drawn something, you know, with their colors and their crayons out, their pencil crayons, has drawn a picture, and then immediately wants to hold it up to show their mom or dad. Holding up this picture. And why does the child do this? I don't think the child is only looking for kind of an adjudication of their artistic capacities or capabilities you know like i like your use of color here your shading could improve but this child is ultimately looking for approval although they often don't say it this child is saying by their actions you know is this good enough am i good enough am i good all of us i think have this desire and this thirst this deep longing for love approval for purpose and direction in our life. And in the Gospel of John, in this image of the Samaritan woman, John is playing on this theme of thirst to point out that our physical thirst, as painful as that can be at the times, is not as serious as a deeper thirst we all have for love and acceptance. Although all of us have this thirst, this longing to be loved, to be accepted, we can at times fill this thirst with things that do not satisfy. We can try to quench this thirst with what is not true water that can bring us true fulfillment. And we see in the life of this Samaritan woman how it seems she has done this. Again, the woman has had five husbands so far, is living with a sixth man who is not her husband. It seems that she is searching for love, acceptance, even to be kind of welcomed and protected, but in ways ultimately that are not satisfactory. She's still searching. The man who she's with is not her husband. She's tried unsuccessfully to fulfill this thirst. We too in our own lives try to fill this thirst for acceptance and belonging in ways that are not satisfactory. We can point to various ways we do this. Kind of a desire may be uh, in our work to please everybody or with our relatives always having to seek their approval. And this can lead to things like workaholism or even other sort of addictions we can turn to kinds of entertainment or to alcohol to try to fill this need that we all are looking for for love and acceptance a remarkable thing i think that illustrates this well today is the phenomena of social media and there's so much good i think about social media but at the same time it seems social media has found a way to monetize this longing for acceptance and approval. And it can become quite an addiction at times. We all search approval, right? And here we have social media system that kind of works on this. I look for that approval. So I put some image, some picture out there into the ether. And I look at my phone looking for the likes, the interactions, the positive comments. And that gives me a boost for a moment. But it's only temporary and never fully satisfies us. Again, I think there's a lot of good in social media, but at the same time, we see within it this mechanism. We're all searching for love and acceptance, but sometimes we turn to things that do not fully satisfy us. The key message ultimately to this gospel is that Jesus gives us the water, the true good that we are looking for that satisfies our thirst for love and for acceptance. And where the interaction with Jesus and the Samaritan woman happens is very important. It occurs at Jacob's well. So in the Old Testament, wells are places where people meet their future spouse. Moses, for example, met his wife at a well. Jacob, who this this well is named after, also has a wife found for him at a well. Wells are like meeting places, not to, to be too crass, but maybe wells are like online dating today, right? This is where you meet your spouse you didn't you didn't have the internet back then so you went to the well so it's important then that Jesus is encountering this woman at a well this is sort of nuptial imagery and remember this woman has had five husbands she's with a sixth man who's not her husband so if Jesus then is the true husband she is meeting it would make it number 7 and of course in the bible 7 is a sign of completion fulfillment, perfection. So here we have the Samaritan woman encountering Christ, who's often in the Bible represented as the bridegroom, the one who truly satisfies us. She is now the seventh husband for her, the final complete husband who is going to satisfy her for this need, this desire for which she is longing. Jesus ultimately says that although he asks her for water, he will be the one to give the true water That people who drink of it will never be thirsty again in john's gospel water is a symbol or a sign for the holy spirit later on jesus will again promise people to the people in jerusalem or promise water to the people in jerusalem and he identifies this water as being the holy spirit and jesus tells us when we receive this water from christ we then our thirst will be satisfied completely but we will even become a well springing out into eternal life. We'll no longer be thirsty again, but we will be able to satisfy the thirst of other people. In this gospel, then, we see that the Holy Spirit is the gift of Christ that fully satisfies the longings of our heart. This Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of love, comes into our life, comes into our heart, and allows us, then, to be wells that satisfy others by giving other people love, kindness and approval for which they seek as well in this gospel we see ultimately that jesus comes to give us the holy spirit his grace his very life which satisfies the most inner longings of each of our hearts Blaise pascal the philosopher famously said that the heart or soul of each person is a god-shaped vacuum so in the heart of each of us is like a vacuum that kind of sucks in trying to fill itself, and the only thing that can really fill it is God. This really is the message of the gospel today, that each of us have this deep need and this deep longing, and it's okay to recognize that, but we should be aware of it. How am I trying to satisfy this need and belonging with ways ultimately that do not fully satisfy me? We can also remind ourselves and give thanks to Jesus for the gift of the Spirit, for the grace that God gives us that fully satisfies this thirst that we all have. Of course, here as we celebrate the Mass together, we remind ourselves that Christ satisfies our thirst in a particular way in the gift of the Eucharist. So we give thanks to God then for this gift of the Spirit of the Eucharist of God's grace that he gives us, that ultimately satisfies our thirst, our longing for love and acceptance.